0: Welcome to Volume 1, Issue 25 of the Kano podcast. The SNES launched with Super Mario World, the N64 with Super Mario 64, and the GameCube launched with Luigi's Mansion. Hideki Kono, the Nintendo man chiefly responsible for, amongst others, Super Mario Kart, Mario Kart 64, Yoshi's Island and Yoshi's Story, took the reins for the more reluctant Mario Brothers cartoon survival horror jaunt. Glorified tech demo or worthy entry in the Mario Brothers legacy? Let's find out. Joining me Leon Cox on this issue, we have Tony Atkins. Hello. Darren Gargett. Uh, hello. And from GameBurst, Gary Blower. Hello. Just Game Burst, anything else at the moment? Uh, big Red Potion. And Big Red Potion, okay. My my bad, I like Big Red Potion. I <laughs> uh, just can't keep up with your podcasting career. Um, thanks for joining us. Anyway, um, so Luigi's Mansion then. Uh, I went to a midnight launch for the GameCube at, uh, you may remember, it. it was a chain of video game stores. They just sold games and uh, <laughs> they used to be quite a big deal. Uh, and it was quite near my house. Uh, game, I think it was game already in 2002 when the GameCube was launched in Europe Uh, formerly that chain of stores was EB and before that it was GameZone and before that it was FutureZone Uh, so yes um, this was actually the second Nintendo console I'd gone to that very same store in Western Road, Brighton for a midnight launch uh, having been there for uh, midnight in 1996 Six, seven for the uh, European launch of the N64, uh, which I, when I picked up um, Pilot Wings and Mario, this time I picked up Super Monkey Ball was actually the game I was most excited about, and rightly so because it's still awesome, as we all discovered recently when we all got together. Uh, and Wave Race Blue Storm, which I have to say was a disappointment compared to the original. Hmm. Uh, Wave Race sixty four programmed by uh, it was a different team, wasn't it? It was NST in America rather than um, the Nintendo EAD. Is that what they? Yeah, it is EAD. It, EAD, yeah, the in yeah, the in house. Um, and this Luigi's Mansion lark. So the the feeling was at the time. I think it's fair to say that although this game looked cute, it was it was previewing quite well. That as I sort of alluded to in the intro, people were saying that when it was being shown before the launch of the console, that people felt that it was perhaps more of a tech demo than it was a fully-fledged game. Hmm. Anyone care to comment?
1: Well, it was E3 2001 where I first saw it, and mm-hmm. this was a massive step up from from the N64, and, and an improvement on what I'd seen on the PS2. Uh, it was all about Luigi sliding down these banisters which didn't really make it into the final game. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, these wonderful lighting effects and things... Mm. It has has wonderful lighting effects in the game, but, like, for some reason, obviously... Well, the only reason being, you know, how good is the GameCube? They were just showing these real amazing lighting effects and ghosts swirling Article. around Luigi really, like, really fast in, like, a circle and just mm. things that looked really, really impressive for the time. And looking back... Now, like today, it, it still look, it still looks quite good, and dare I say, it, better than the game looks itself. Um, that's probably down to my TV, you know, the Wii being <laughs> not an HD device, and the the GameCube probably scaling a bit incorrectly. Um, but mm. yeah, those those YouTube videos, looking back, it still looks really good and and somewhat different.
2: See, I think the problem is reading into it now. I think those accusations are probably correct. There is a number of elements that it uses tech demo for the for the GameCube but back then I think it was a bit more kind of more simple than that I, I think it was just the fact that it was Luigi and it wasn't Mario and whether it's rightly or wrongly people had come to suspect you know uh, Mario to be on launch day um, you know later obviously this hasn't happened with with the latest uh, consoles that Nintendo have done they almost set a precedent with Luigi Mansion in fact mm. but um, I think that was more the disappointment that, that well we wanted the next Mario again because bear in mind Mario 64 kind of was well, a defining genre point um, for platforming games at that time so I think you know new console everybody was expecting the magic to happen again and I think Luigi's Mansion just seemed a bit simpler than what we were expecting maybe from a
0: brand new console also in a totally different genre oh, it was mm-hmm. closer to well yeah, let's let's say. Well, you know, what is it like? It's a uh, it's a kind of one of the one of the pieces of tech that I guess it was demonstrating was the fact that uh, after the N 64s controller had uh, buttons for camera on on the the yellow on the C uh, the right hand side of the controller the the C arrow buttons this had a a second analog stick which is kind of a weird little rubbery nubbin. Hmm. So that's one of the key things that you're, you're controlling Luigi with, with twin analogs, which was new to Nintendo at this point. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a survival horror. It's <laughs> sort of. Oh. I oh haven't got that far.
2: It is in
1: a way. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a, it's a twin stick sort of, it reminds me of, it's going to sound weird saying this, but it, it reminded me when I first played it in recent days of, um, like Geometry Wars, because you have to look in one way and you have to move in another way. Like you have to run mm. back away from the ghosts, but keeping your Hoover in line with the ghost to suck them down. And it's not obviously the gameplay of Geometry Wars, but that, that basic movement of, you know, pointing one way and running the other, it just, it just reminded me of that completely. And, uh, I'm not, I'm no good at Geometry Wars, but luckily Nintendo, um, saw the light <laughs> and didn't put millions of ghosts on the screen at one time because I wouldn't have managed mm. that at all.
0: No, it's, I think they're limited pretty much to, I can't remember one, two, three, maybe three
1: at a time. I know. And yeah. later
0: on in the game, it gets pretty hectic once
1: once the lights go yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true.
3: I think at the uh, Gary, I was gonna yeah. say, I think at the time that um, the the press was largely apathetic towards it. Um, I think mm-hmm. for the reasons that Tony was saying, because they were expecting uh, a Mario property, and also I think they were expecting they weren't expecting this sort of, you know, this sort of two point five D. Game because you know Mm. everything that 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 most of the games that Nintendo pushed on the N64 were promoting the fact that they had you know full 3D movement and 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 you know these 3D silicon graphics, but um, with the GameCube I think it was quite a surprise that they went for this more sort of conservative um, art style. But I think in hindsight I'd actually uh, disagree with Darren that. Um, I think Luigi's Mansion looks astonishingly good for its age, and in fact, I think if you compare it to any other game of, of of the same age as it, it probably looks the best of any of them. My wife oh, was yeah. was was watching me playing it, and she said, "Was well, that a new game?" And I said, "No, hmm. I said it's, it's 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 ten years old." And she said, "Really?" She said, "I I thought it was a new Wii game." But, so, you know, I hmm. I I I think it looks incredibly good. I mean, and that was on like a, a big a big a big TV, so. Um yeah, I think it, i seem to remember the expectations were, were 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 kind of set high and they were expected in a a game. And also the launch titles on the GameCube weren't the best, other than Super, Mon- Super Mon- Monkey Ball, which was astonishingly good. The others, like you said, like um um uh, Wave Race and stuff, were were kind of seen as being a bit, you know, a bit Bit timid and, and
0: yeah. The rest of the lineup was, you know, those those were clearly the highlights as well. The other sort of hand, I mean, actually, it was it came with a fairly large launch lineup, but a lot of them were quite mediocre third-party titles.
3: Yeah, and mm. I, I, if you look back at some of the reviews on Metacritic from the time, um, you'll notice the tone in a lot of the reviews is is again a little bit apathetic, a little bit well, you mm. know, after all this time, is this all we're going to get? Um, well... And I think. It, there's but it, there's one or two that that I think did get it did understand it but a lot were just sort of comparing it to to mario 64 and and I think what they really wanted was Mario sunshine
0: it's partly the the size of it I think was the the problem in terms of it getting the really stellar review scores and uh, yeah I, I'm sure it's I don't know what its meta score is or its game ranking it's, score but I'm sure it's 78 okay so yeah that that sounds about what I'd expect but even if it had been a very similar game, but four times the length. I think it would have reviewed better, especially th- back then.
2: I don't know. I, I think, you know, even... Re- I mean, literally, I've only just played it through like, two weeks ago before the show. Um, mm. I think it, it just about manages to fit within that time frame. Even towards the end, I was thinking, yeah, yeah I've kind, it's, of, it's kind of had game. enough of this. I mean, isn't yeah. it... I mean, what not whats it? About eight hours? Six to eight hours? Six to eight. Six to eight. Well, no. Six. six,
3: six. You, if you're using a walkthrough and you know what you're doing... You can do it in probably between four and six, but realistically, mm. when it came out, if it was your first playthrough, you're looking mm. at considerably longer than that. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, you know, and if you, if you, you know, the the whole game value proposition thing, I find a bit of a nonsense. <laughs> anyway, I would, I mean, you guys know the guys that play Journey will know this that. You know, oh, absolutely! If yeah. You know, I would rather have a, a fantastic game that only lasts two or three hours than a horrendous game I that I lasts I couldn't 20. agree
0: more. I couldn't agree more. The point I'm making is, though, that review scores, especially ten years ago, were still... Mm. Oh, yeah. And, and it still happens. You still see it. it. I think less so. I think people are more accepting now that single-player campaigns can be shorter and very, you know, m- much more packed with punch rather than, you know, sort of padded out but But, i think 10 years ago people after again that expectation of a of an epic super mario 64 size adventure uh and then and then they got this sort of eight hour novelty
2: look at look at the present even before that if you look at super mario world which which was a and a snes um, launch game I and mean, that that is once again it's kind of regarded as one the well probably the best 2d platformer ever made so to to yeah. have this i mean to bring back to gary's point it's it's a 3d game in sense but it's it's kind of 2.5d in the sense that every area you go into is almost like a, a panel a screen and then you mm-hmm. lead onto one door and it takes you to that like there's no open world kind of running around like mario 64 certainly was doing no. so it's almost back to the earlier roots of what mario games were doing um so well, it, it does, it feels slightly old tech in, in you know, it's like a, a downward step compared to uh, the previous generation, which is, well, I think it's kind of a brave move from the Intel... At, at it's the the details, it? Yeah. it was all about
0: the details, wasn't it? It was all about the, the, the particles and as Darren said, the lighting and mm-hmm. the way that the money f- paper notes float about and the, the way you can suck tablecloths off the table and all that it's, stuff. The tech, the tech was, the tech was impressive, but it, it wasn't, they, they decided to, sort of focus on, on the, the smaller things
1: rather than a big open polygon world. Um did anyone play it on the Wii? Yes. Like I did. Did yeah. you notice any graphical glitches within Luigi's face when he was like whistling and yelling for Mario by pressing the A button? I noticed no. a lot of polygons sort of glitching into each other. I don't know if it was my Wii playing up or what, but the reason why no. I said it doesn't look as good as what I remember is because I saw a lot of these texture flickering and polygon like, you know, colliding into each other and stuff and it just I don't know if my memory wasn't isn't that good, but that that didn't look good to me. No, and, I, uh, I had I had know, nothing.
3: I had no. I played it on the Wii. And I had no graphical issues. I or, don't
0: think the Wii has any uh, emulation problems whatsoever with GameCube games, does but, it? I don't uh, think there's any documented issues
3: like that. That sounds to me more like a because it, it it basically streams the the game from the disc. So it sounds to me like you may have had a bit of a dirty disc or something, and it wasn't loading yeah. the textures quick enough. Well, mm. I,
2: I was saying to Darren actually. In my case, I I was trying to play it on the Wii, um, and I had three hard lockups entirely, com- mm. completely. Like mm. if I hadn't saved, then I'd lose all my progress. So I eventually had to get the GameCube down and um, and play it in an old-fashioned way with a, a lead attached to it. Which I'd have I, to do some. I love it. I'd have it was to, much to do some way.
0: googling. Maybe that. Maybe there are. Maybe there are some issues with playing it on the Wii. But yeah, I think I'm. I can't. No, I I didn't play it on. Did I play it on the Wii? I can't even remember. But. Well. Uh, Let's it was fine. It still looked good in 2007, and when I played it through, and that was already—I was already into the, you know, the Xbox so generation.
2: I think what we need to do—we need to backtrack a bit because if somebody hasn't ever played Luigi's Mansion, yes, we're a little bit game. more in details, but um, we haven't actually really explained what you do in Luigi's Mansions, other than it's kind of, you know, two D, two point five
3: D. It's very easy to sum up. It's 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 Ghostbusters. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. (laughs) If you were to make a, you know, if you were to make a Ghostbusters game set in one location with one character, this is what it would be. (laughs)
4: Hm. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) mm Hmm. Hm. Hmm. Hm. Hm.
0: the setup is Mm -hmm. Luigi's won a prize he receives a mysterious note that he's won a prize (laughs) Um, he's never entered a competition but he's won a house Uh, so he turns up at this house he's got this picture of this uh, very nice uh, sunny idyllic Place, but when he turns up, it's this uh, yeah, this creepy haunted mansion. The frontage looks a little bit like Bowser's face, and uh, there's lightning cracking and creepy trees and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and yeah, he goes in, and it's all um, cobwebs and darkness hello? and stuff like that goes. <laughs> hello yes well yeah I mean, that's that's another thing about the one of the things one of the things about the, the gamecube controller that was still still makes it unusual from any other is that it's got this massive big satisfying green a button mm-hmm. which i think a lot for a lot of people who have problems with this kind of stuff because you know feel that it it made it look kind of a bit kiddy but I think it's a it's a fantastic feeling button to press okay. and the the brilliance of, of of it in luigi's mansion is that what it does is it makes luigi shout and if you're not doing anything else you're not near any uh, anyone to speak to it just simply makes him go mario and that gets and it, and it's more uh it's more shaky the lower your health is that's a brilliant we'll, touch we'll like w-
1: yeah. when he's um humming along to the music throughout the whole game like it's got its traditional throughout the whole game and that's a tune that got stuck in my head for days and days it's still rattling around my brain now like that main luigi's mansion tune is just in my mind but hearing luigi sing along to it Along with the game, and the more he yeah. gets damaged, the more he, he's trembling, the more you can hear it in his voice. Charles Martinet, they've done a brilliant job of, like, you know, making Luigi feel like more of a character than ever before, more than he ever was in Mario is Missing, the other game that he, you know, he started well, rolling. Mm.
2: And in a way that and, works, um, as well, when he's in a bright light area, he whistles, whistles to the tune. It's kind of cool when he's you know, he's happy and funky, but if he goes into a really just, dark area and he's scared,
1: yeah. his voice, yeah, like I say, his voice starts when he goes... But he hums it That's very good. There are other touches like that where he goes to open the door and he doesn't know what's behind it, so his hands start shaking as he goes towards the doorknob and you can... It's the little touches like that that make it a Nintendo game and makes it stand above the crowd and, like... Well, it, it compares to me, like, Grabbed by the Ghoulies, and I still prefer Luigi's Mansion over Grabbed by the Ghoulies.
0: Mm. Yeah, as Gary says, Ghostbusters obviously a huge influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, you meet Professor E. Gadd. He gives you uh, the Poltergust... Is it 9,000? Something like that? Um, I think it's
1: 3,000. 3,000.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is for hoovering up ghosts and money and items. Um, you have a torch in your other hand, which you flash at ghosts to stun them. Uh every pretty much every standard uh, ghost fight is pretty much like the slimer scene in in the original ghostbusters movie you've got this translucent colored ghost uh, making noises and you're trying to suck him into not in a trap in this but you're trying to wrangle him with your what would be your proton pack and, and uh yeah suck him in as it were so so the idea
2: uh, is that you flash the to torture them which stuns them yeah. for a yeah. Actually, a relatively short period of time, you, you've got to Gets be pretty shorter exercise. as well, doesn't it? Um, yeah. so it stuns them, and they go, you can see their heart, and with that, you then press the I think it's mm. the right trigger, yeah. Um, and then that starts a vacuum, and then, then you have to pull backwards on the trigger, fighting against the ghost, it's trying to get away from you. and As long as you're going the opposite way where the ghost is, then you can continue the like they normally got, say, a, a 50 or 100 health meter, and as long as you can keep you know, moving in in the opposite direction, then you can get them down in one go. But if they... They obviously get harder as they go, and then they push you and pull you, and you quite often lose them, and then they go into different rooms.
0: Okay. Now, here's my first... um, The first issue I had with the game mechanically at the time, and later when I finished it, is that it didn't always feel like it properly registered whether you were uh, actually pulling away from the ghost or not. And it seemed sometimes that it was a... It was just as you were just as well to pretty much spin the C stick to get that ghost health health bar down, rather than to accurately pull away from where the ghost was, which I found less satisfying. And with some of the later ghosts, which move very very fast, it seemed to be a bit
3: arbitrary as to whether you kept them in your. Well, it, it's it's suckage. it's exponential because um, uh, if you can trap if you can trap the ghost behind some scenery and in a corner and you go mm. in the opposite direction, then the health bar will gradually, the speed at which it goes down, gradually increases. So mm-hmm. it, it's actually quite analogue. So if you're just sort of tugging and letting go and tugging and letting go, it will go down really slowly. Whereas if you actually kind of yeah. pull them into one area and you can kind of pin them in, you actually do it really fast. And and mm. um, I think there's, I mean, you know, I only sort of semi-finished it um, about two days ago. And the thing that struck me, I think it's the third time I played it now, is that the um, one of the... the the things that does frustrate me a little bit, is this the, the travel... I mean, I love the GameCube controller, it's my favourite controller, but the travel on the right trigger is quite considerable. So mm. um, it's particularly... It may be just because of the Wii thing as well, but it seemed to be intermittent as to when it would actually latch onto the heart. So sometimes the heart would appear, and, yeah, and, it, and it didn't... That's it, what I'm getting at, really. Yeah, it was inconsistent, and I think that was more to do with the fact there's so much travel on that trigger um, right. before it registers. And I think, obviously, as those controllers get older, they get slightly less... Uh, Performance, so
0: yeah, it's also even though it's rubbery, it can actually be a little slippy that C stick because just I guess just because it's very short and uh, you can end up losing your ghost simply because your thumb t- twanged off it if you've yeah. got any sweat. And you've going.
3: got about there's about three millimeters of travel on the trigger as well, so it's before it registers. So sometimes you're pulling it, and of course, you're, you're just missing it every time.
2: I, I think some of the issue as well because of the two. 0.5D nature of it. It's it's not always clear exactly which way the ghost is going. Sometimes you kind of no, stand yeah, like is it forward? Is it going right? Um, along with Gary though, I find I found if I if I put myself in the corner of the room, the ghost would always try to go the opposite way of where I was. Yeah, pull Because away, I couldn't can you? go yeah, I go backwards. It would be easier then just to, to pull one single away. But the later ghosts aren't that simple. They, they get very tricky mm. and they have this behaviour. If um, if you don't really get them down pretty fast, they will on you know, hook from your leash and actually go into opposite rooms and you end up in this ridiculous chase scenario where you have to go through two or three doors of this mansion to go to the hallway where they've gone through the side of the wall uh,
3: yeah the booze are kind of like a, another type of collectible really um, mm. because uh, you get a few bonuses at the end if you find well they're not more. collectibles Basically, because you
2: have to do them all to get well, at least well you need a
3: certain number to get through that gate yeah but you get 15 of them just in on one boss fight so it's pretty difficult not to have got that you do it in,
2: in fact um, this is actually one of the, the because of the the European and the US version are actually different in, in certain um, departments yeah I wanted to talk about this yeah the, so. this being one of them to, to complete the game in the US version you need to cl- collect 40 out of the 50 boos which will unlock the final gate for you to, to yeah. do the final boss area in the UK version or European version, it's forty-five boos out of the fifty boos. But no, mm. I don't know if there's any any particular reason for that other than you know, making
3: it slightly harder. They may have think the game Plus
0: was different as well.
3: Yeah, they may have just rebalanced it after feedback. You know, it's not an unusual thing to do. But
0: mm. yeah, I mean, it came out in Japan uh, some months before we got it, seven or eight months. Uh, I'm not sure when. I guess the US got it in between times. That would have been the way back in back in those days. Um, it's also worth noting that uh, this was before uh, Nintendo started giving games uh, 60 hertz options, but it does have a full screen power conversion. Mm-hmm. And, and arguably, I have heard it said it actually looks better than the NTSC version because they did a proper full screen power conversion. So it actually has more, uh, you know, you've got more pixels on yeah, screen than it, you had in the
3: US version. It's got more lines, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing I wanted to, to talk about, and I think we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but Although it's very subtle, the, Luigi's Mansion is probably one of the first games to make extensive use of physics. So not only mm. the physics of um, the ghosts themselves and um, and the you know, the coins and the other objects that, that and, and particularly the the dust and the and uh, and the, and the, and the banknotes that you can suck up, but it, it does it with all kinds of other objects that are kind of littered around the house and also mm. with. Um, sort of repurposing the vacuum cleaner for other things. So, for example, you can get um, a water element upgrade. Mm -hmm. And there are various puzzles which involve uh, using that. And there are are, um, certain locations where you have to manipulate items in the room. So there's Mm. one example, which actually is a bit of a ball ache, actually. But you have to get these... um, it's in a, a child's bedroom, a twins bedroom, and you have to get this this mobile with two aeroplanes on it spinning round and round. So the way you do that oh, yeah. is to is to suck one side and then try to get it mm. to spin. Oh, yeah. So there's there's various little clever puzzles like that that are mm. useless. Un- and that
0: was the tech they were showing off, rather than the big open vast open Indeed. world tech. It was like, right, this is what the GameCube can do.
3: And if, in many ways, the N sixty four couldn't. It was a preview of what was to come. Because if you think about what we the, the the big difference really. Other than slightly shinier graphics between the the end of the N sixty four PlayStation era and the PlayStation two and beyond era has been physics. Physics have been mm-hmm. a fundamental part, really, of everything from you know Half Life through to you know pu- basic, you know simple puzzle games you know on, on your iPhone like Angry Birds. It, it's and it, Absolutely. it you kind of feel that Luigi's Mansion, although accused of being a tech demo at the time, was almost like a um, a pioneer in showing that mm. you could actually integrate all of these different um, concepts within one game and in a very subtle way and build something quite unique from it um.
0: It's interesting that actually this conversation is coming around again because although obviously as we reach the end of these uh, the, the current gen of consoles life cycle there's, there's increasing talk of the power of PC graphics in, in relation but because the, the actual leap in graphical fidelity is getting less uh, the, the things that High-end PCs can do now with PhysX and stuff. Like if you, if you look at that, say Batman Arkham City, the, the the difference between the console and PC versions, the the higher res graphics and frame rate on the PC is nice. But the thing they've added is lots of uh, interactive swooping paper and stuff like mm-hmm. that that gets moved around which is which uh, the, the first time i saw that video of the physics version of of batman arkham city with uh, with catwoman uh in having a fight in a room with loads of banknotes was luigi's mansion i was mm-hmm. like wow, nintendo did this 10 years yeah. ago mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not to the same degree but
1: there's more a,
0: impressively in some way
1: there's a definite satisfying feeling when you uh, when you latch on to a piece of material that's on a, over a mirror or underneath like a bookcase or something and you grab it and there's that tension between you mm. and the, the on screen right yeah. and then there's a, there's, a, there's a definite pop when you pull it from underneath the thing and you're like oh that, how does that work how is that satisfying like how is it the f-
0: sound the sound is great of course um but yeah and and the majestically enough they put in uh, a a big banquet dining table where you can yeah. indeed pull the tablecloth yeah. out from under the plates and food open
3: and up shower curtains as well to read Yeah, the there's, lots of yeah. Of, said, there's lots of posters, as there's lots of posters and some of the posters you really have to fight them to to, to yeah.
0: peel yeah. off the mm-hmm. paper yeah they're really sort of they're almost like um Rubbery sort of elasticy yeah. feeling, but and they but it change, works. don't they?
1: They change like it will say yeah. like the monsters or the monsters, and you pull it so hard and you let go at the right time, and it flips to boo and it says get out of here, and it yeah, hurts Luigi it. as as the person, and it's just like that's a, such an that's a Nintendo touch that you don't really see anywhere else.
3: Yeah, there's lots of little oh, hidden yeah. things like that dotted around. There's there's various little objects that will mysteriously appear and stuff if you. Do certain things. Mm-hmm. There's, there's there's quite a few little you know. I mean, it's a typical Nintendo thing to have a lot of hidden things in it, and almost the the game design is almost like that because although you can, as you said, you can you can work your way through it and uh, you can get to the final boss with with forty booze, you don't have to actually visit every single room. Um, mm-hmm. no. I think you can actually finish it just by visiting about two thirds of them, but of course you then miss out on some of the more uh, interesting puzzles because effectively each room each room with a with a major ghost in it is, is in fact a puzzle. Uh, mm. And there's various. Yeah,
0: the pit portrait ghosts are mini bosses and puzzles yep. wrapped into one, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah.
3: you know they they vary from simple switch puzzles to sometimes you know really quite complex ones. So in particular, there's um, I trying to remember his name now. There's a really fat guy. He's basically like Mr Creosote. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and you could actually walk through that room and not even realise he was there because he's invisible to start with but mm. if you persist eventually you find you, you you see him and he's basically eating a big bowl of rice and constantly being resupplied by servants and if you observe them long enough you realize that actually you can take the servants out and um, once you've taken the servants out you can then take him out but you could actually just breeze through that room looking at, and and not even know he was there you know it's it's mm. there's lots of little things like that that are dotted throughout mm. it that you know really
2: and that, that comes back to the element side. I think in that room in particular, you have to light the candles to reveal him. Actually, to him reveal him, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, your poltergust
0: actually becomes a uh, a flame later in the game as you pick yeah. it. Is it? There's ice, fire, and water, water. water. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, a... Unlocks various puzzle c- scenarios.
1: There's a great puzzle that always catches me off guard. Is the one just before you release all the booze into the house or a mansion, and there's a button on a mirror. But oh, what yeah. Nintendo do? Mm-hmm. They take they take advantage of like the the, the play doll sort of style camera view where you know they've removed the fourth wall and you're looking in like just like a TV set. You're looking mm. in at Luigi in this room, and on the back wall there's a mirror and there's a button in that mirror, but you're not really looking out for it because it's just, you're mm. not really. It's it's Nintendo's subtle training on how to make you the player aware of what's going on around you and um you can't see the fourth wall because that's where you're looking in but if you look in the mirror you see a button and you run up towards this invisible wall and you press a and you let all the booze out and every time i play luigi's mansion it gets me every time <laughs> every <laughs> that time. reminds
0: me of the uh the the the, the Lakitu moment in super mario 64 where after several hours of gameplay you run into a room and you remember that you saw Little Lakitu on his cloud in the intro, and he's been following mm. you the whole time. <laughs> it's amazing, still it's amazing. amazing.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, how describe for the listeners who maybe haven't played this, or remind us uh, how do you, how does Luigi take damage in this game?
2: Um, a
0: couple of forms. If you're fighting the ghosts, then um, or
2: the booze or whatever it may be, if you do actually don't get them in, in one go, then you can trip
3: over and that takes a little bit of damage off. But- they mm. they drop. Um, Mushrooms as well. They drop shrinking mushrooms, purple yeah. mushrooms. Oh yeah, poison but, um, from the lost levels. Mm.
2: More than likely, what will happen if if you say there's two or three ghosts in the room? Um, it's all about the management of which ones are going to attack you first. If you get that management slightly wrong, then you'll get attacked by one or the other. If you can't turn around and put your torch on, they hit you, and they do relatively little damage. But if if there's five or six ghosts in the room, which they can be. Then that becomes quite a, a hard management of just sometimes just shining the torch just to make him go away and then capturing that one and hoping you get it in before the next. But um, yeah, it, there is parts certainly in the later later half of that game where it does become quite hard and you do actually drop down in health. But like all great Nintendo games, there's always um, extra hearts that can be found by sucking vases or opening boxes or you know doing like they say the lantern sh- land shapes or or something like that. You can actually pop a heart out and then top your health back mm. up.
0: Yeah, another game uh, that I always felt this was probably influenced by um is a relatively obscure data east coin op called D- uh, Tumble Pop from the early 90s it was very much in the mold of um, Pang or Pumping World or Buster Brothers however you know it it was a single screen game where you uh, in, the, in the style of many in uh, late 80s early 90s Japanese coin op where you could play one or two players um uh, they were kind of ghost hunters, and they had a backpack with a sucking implement on. You could suck the uh, the enemies in, and then th- um, and then pop them out again as uh, a weapon. So it had a very similar sort of uh, feel and mechanic. Obviously, this was 2D and it was sprite based. But I do wonder if uh, some of the Nintendo in-house people were knew that game worth looking up on YouTube.
1: Hmm. it's um, it's a definitely unique game. I don't think I've played a game. Like it since um, I, 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 the only one, the only one I could think of is sort of vessel in a way like it's a, it's a no. guy who's sort of in a in a place like a 2D sort of place looking at creatures with his backpack. Uh, it's it's a unique game, and the only one I'm sort of compare it to is Luigi's Mansion 2, which is obviously <laughs> for the 3DS. I I day. couldn't
3: give you a comparison because when I played this game, I after about three hours of frustration, turning it off, I went and played Luigi's Mansion, and that's Alan Wake. The mecha- mechanically <laughs> yes, Alan Wake and yeah. Luigi's Mansion are the same but actually Luigi's Mansion is mechanically much better uh, if you mm. play them mm. side by side um, it's mm. much more satisfying and immediate but essentially That's... Alan Wake is just Luigi's Mansion with guns I
0: certainly did when, when I, yeah it's absolutely right when I did play Alan Wake and I did really enjoy uh, the combat in Alan Wake myself I did really like the, the, uh, the feeling of um, blasting the darkness off the the taken and, um, and especially with flares and stuff really satisfying, but uh, the the extra satisfaction that comes with the the rather more uh, violent methods that <laughs> Alan Wake uses as opposed to the very you know Nintendo and family friendly sort of way. But having said that, am I the only one? Is it just me, or is Luigi's Mansion actually quite creepy?
3: Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is very creepy, mm. particularly some of the later later levels and stuff. Um, like the baby
0: and stuff yeah. and the oh, noise it makes and yeah. the noise the ghosts make and stuff. I actually but, find it scarier than a lot of serious adult survival horror games.
1: The boss fights in particular are definitely the the, the, the freakier moments for me. And mm-hmm. it kind of reminds mm. me of... Um, when Simpsons do the Treehouse of Horrors, like it's all nice, like Simpsons, you know, people are, like mm. happy. and then it goes all weird and trees out, and it, it's really good. Don't get me wrong, but these boss fights in Luigi's Mansion remind me of that, where you're suddenly warped into like you're basically a tiny Luigi in a cot for the first boss, and he's launching these rocking horses at you, and it's a big baby with a rattle, and it's got horrible rattle, like every time he shakes it. And, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, the the contrast of you know little happy Luigi wander around a mansion, sort of scared to him being terrified out of his wits against this massive baby it's um yeah it's really creepy it kind
2: of goes all Alice
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. A bit, there's a bit of Alice in there another game that it reminds me a lot of uh is the PS2 game by Capcom called uh, Gregory Horror Show which yes. tied in with a, a Japanese uh, anime which I never saw um but that was also a kind of cartoonish survival horror mm. uh but it it was it, it that really revolved around sort of time-based puzzles didn't it um That would be a really interesting game to cover on on this, actually, because not many people have played it, I don't think, and, and it was really interesting. But it has that similarly unsettling atmosphere while ostensibly being cute and, you know charming. Also
2: I think the the whole later half of the game actually it was probably the last quarter of the game um there there's a scene I you know spoilers as much as we can do on this. Um <laughs> the the lights go out. Um and obviously you, you spend mm. most of the most of the game trying to put the lights on so you can actually mm. walk through the rooms and actually not be attacked by ghosts. Um and that's the whole idea of basically every single room is that you get rid of all the ghosts and the lights come back on and then that room's safe. Well, there's an incident in, in the game, lightning strike and all the lights in the house go back out. And you have to get from one half of the house to the other and do certain things. And every single room, there's a bunch of ghosts in. And it becomes, y- you can't fight them because there's too many. So it becomes a, a case of just running from one door to the next. Yeah, it's like a
3: mini Silent Hill <laughs> for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's actually quite um, freaky because you're, you're trying to get Yeah, they to, make you jump. it's downstairs, m- yeah. Yeah, yeah, they 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 because you're walking along, and all of a sudden they'll just appear in front, of you, in front of you and behind you, and it does it does actually make you jump. You know, it is uh, a little Luigi jumps for you, but you know it it uh, it kind of is designed to work that way. Oh, I think it's also, worth talking about um, uh, probably another criticism is the is is the kind of slight imbalance in in the game, particularly as you said towards the end, and that was a kind of feature of games mm-hmm. around this time. We kind of spoiled these days, I think, in that. Yeah. You feel games are play tested right to the very end, but this this still feels like one where they were still, as you said, you know, they changed it for the European release. It feels like one they were still tweaking it right up until the end. Um, and particularly, I mean, I I made mention of this uh, on Twitter the other day, but the final boss battle is ridiculously hard. I mean, so are talking bored, about Bowser? Bowser S. It's it's, it's yes, yeah, it's Bowser with King Bowser. with King Boo inside. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Spoiler, but. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Throughout the the rest of the game, um, most you know some of the some of the the portrait ghosts and some of the boss battles are tough. I mean the 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 um, portrait ghosts, the the three clockwork um, portrait ghosts in particular, that's a really tough one. But the um, when you get to Bowser at the end, you can literally take two hits. You know, if you've got a mm. hundred health and Bowser mm. gets you, basically breathes you in it will take off almost 40 damage, spit you yeah, out, and then yeah. breathe fire on you. So mm. you drop from 100 down to 40 on the first hit, and if he gets you again, that's it. And it and you, it, it and and one of the problems is that if... Um, because, again, similar to games of this, this sort of period, um, there's no autosave or anything, so you've basically got to resume from wherever you last saved it, which is invariably in the entrance with Toad, which means you've then yeah. got to traipse all the way back down to the basement to then mm. do it all mm. over again. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it drives you mad. I remember
0: the time I gave up on my the first time I played it. Uh, around the time I bought it was the I think it's a roof fight with a very spiky. Yes, boo yeah, they, it's
3: all, yes. You have to you have to freeze the small boo, the small boo, That's and then right. suck them up. But when you get down to the last couple, they're so small that they don't ever hit the spike. So you're just going round and round and round like a big Hill sketch. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's when I gave up the first time, but when I went back to it, it was actually uh it was the imminent release of Super Mario Galaxy for some reason that made me go back to think I I thought, bloody hell, you know, this this is ridiculous, I still haven't finished the last um sort of major mm. uh Mario game or Mario related game. Um so I, I did go back, I did persist, I did manage to to complete it. Um We we'll, we'll talk a little bit about what happens at the end of completion, but one thing we haven't yet talked about, which is absolutely fantastic, is the Game Boy horror. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, <laughs> a stroke of genius, that is
0: Yeah. So Professor E.Gad, as well as giving you your your the Poltergust, which he entrusts with you to clean up the house of ghosts, so that you can take it over. It also I can't remember at which point it becomes apparent that uh, Mario's trapped in there fairly early on, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually get a glimpse of him at one stage, don't you, when you go into, is it downstairs toilet or something? You're down you a look well. Through
3: a wall. Yeah, you climb down, down a well, well that's a it.
0: Yeah, and you look through a, a little hole, and you see that he's, uh, he's become frozen in a painting, I think. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah, not for, yeah, yeah. he's
2: in, hes behind a painting, he's alive, and he's calling for his, uh, his brother.
0: But. Okay. Uh, but yes, so Professor Eagag gives you a Game Boy Horror, which obviously looks just like a Game Boy Color and has a similar logo. Uh, it actually, it can, it's, uh, it's your kind of, <laughs> what, well, in, in a modern game, it would be your PDA, or if it was GTA, it would be your mobile phone. Mm. Um, you bring it up, and, uh, it's got a map, which is very sort of Resident Evil-esque. Uh, shows you locked doors and rooms that you've cleared, rooms that you haven't cleared in different colors and things like that. Uh, it shows you your treasure, uh, the amount of uh, Total, yeah. gems and treasure and cash that you're you're racking up. Um, is it broken down into notes,
3: coins and gold bars? Uh, and rubies and diamonds. Between each act, you've got a, a score of all of the different types of items you collected, but you don't know how much they're worth. And at the end of each act, they get cashed yeah. in, and then they get a, yeah. you get a cash value. And that all contributes to a final score in the game, which... Um, yes yeah, we'll talk about that later it's your final rank yeah and that
0: is that is actually what the, the, the game really is as well as the experience of playing it, it is about trying to get as many uh, as much money together as possible um, yeah we'll talk about the breaks between acts but the, the Game Boy Horror uh, also allows you to look around in first person mode it features um, in a, a
2: DSi s- camera yeah
0: yeah that's right. Yeah, Game Boy camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's attached Game Boy, and not DSI.
2: No, no, no. It's, it's,
0: no, no. I think it, it's almost like a precursor that
2: they were looking at designs in the future. Like, yeah, eventually we're going to make a Game Boy of this. Well, no, because
0: it was based on the Game Boy camera that had already happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so it, it has a camera. Um, you can look around in first person, but it's very, very low res. It's sort of I, d- I don't know whether that was just a technical concern or whether yeah. it was meant to be mimicking the, the the relatively low res, low color screen of the of the Game Boy Color, but. Um, I assume one thing. I I, I guess everybody finds that th- what happens when you look into a mirror.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah,
3: that's like what. That, does
0: it ever explain that to you at all? I can't well, remember.
3: I don't uh, think so. They're warp gates. They they just take you back yeah. to the entrance hall. But no, no, it never does. It. I think uh, Toad says at one point um, you can use it because you know there's a mirror mm-hmm. in the entrance hall. But it's not obvious because when you use it, you just end up back in the entrance hall again. So it's mm-hmm. not obvious what yeah. it did, but. Um, later on, you realise you can use it all round the mansion to get and back to the beginning to save save your game. Basically, it's a cool touch. It's the they didn't allow you to transport around the mansion. I know
1: it's not a very big mansion, but like Gary said earlier, when you die in the final boss, it would, yeah, would have been nice travel. to have yeah fast travel just to that bit.
3: Yeah, I mean the third floor is is, is the worst because you've got to traipse up. You know, it, it takes a good sort of almost two minutes to get back up to the rooms on the very top floor. So, I I actually think. There's a, there's
2: a number of reasons for that. I, um, the game was something very different before it ended up becoming Luigi's Mansion. There was different versions of it, and I think it's a leftover from one of those. Which I'll probably get in a bigger section later of where mm. you know the history of the game itself. Um, also, if you if you notice in those mirrors, they they don't actually reflect the entirety of the the world. They actually just reflect your no. sprite. So if you actually yeah. look in the gate with the Game Boy Horror in the mirror, you'll see a static room, and in fact you're the only thing moving about those rooms. But you. When, right. when you're actually moving around in that room, it looks like the whole room is moving with you. It's actually quite a very clever little technical thing that they they kind of sussed around. But you can kind of break it if you just look directly in it with the Game Boy uh, horror, which is quite a good thing to do. You'll just see this flat pane, kind um, of mm-hmm. low-res textures, and and then yourself moving around as a sprite in it.
0: Um, so, does anyone have any particularly uh, fun uh, any particular fondness for any of the the character ghosts uh, as 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 uh, as we said As Gary said the, Between each act Which is You don't actually know When this is coming up Particularly do you But after every few Portrait ghosts uh, You Kind of go back And see Professor Egad again And he sucks the, he uses his machine he empties it Is it after every three maybe Is that how many The poltergust can hold
3: Oh no uh, no Some of them It's as many as six Each, each right, act There's okay. a different number In each act But
0: mm-hmm. Yeah Okay, so yeah, and he empties your poltergust in a, in a, a, a bit like the way they do in Ghostbusters, empty the traps into the containment unit, um, only in this they then go into the, uh, gallery, which you can go and view. Um, and it's got a little bit. Does it have a little bit of info about? I know it's got their names. Well,
2: one of the things is when you actually capture the ghost. Depending on how well you capture the ghost, depends on the frame that you'll get. So if you've captured the ghost That's uh, right. in one ghost say so you know from start to to finish, then nine times out of ten, you'll almost hundred percent, you'll get a gold frame.
0: Uh, Big ornamental, yeah. Yes, and then it ostentatious will, uh, frame, and yeah. then
2: it drops down all the way down to bronze, depending on on how well you you've achieved yeah. in that. Which is quite cool. So even even this when sounds they, like it's news to Darren. Yeah, even when they come out the press, you can actually see the different colours as it comes up on screen, and, and ultimately comes back to the your score towards the end, which is
1: I did cool. not know that.
0: Ah, oh. still giving out secrets over yeah. a decade later.
1: Yeah. yeah, I I really like the the woman in the music room who mm. uh, I only like because <laughs> they play the Mario Free music and quiz you. Yeah, all yeah and
0: that's and that's a that's a classic moment. We've got to mention that.
1: But it's, it's, it's selecting the instruments and listening to it piece together a Mario tune bit by bit, and you're like, oh, "Hang on, I recognise that." And then you press the xylophone, and then you know it all links together. And then she's like, "What's that from?" And you're like, "Well, obviously it's Mario three, because you know I'm a massive geek for Mario." And um, yeah, it's just it's just really satisfying. Um, but there are a lot of bosses in there that I, I really. I, in fact, the whole game for, for out until the, the final bit, I, I just found it a complete joy.
2: Um, I quite like the dancing couple are on the dance floor, yeah. drifting around, and, mm. and they, in in a very corny style, they share one heart because they're truly in love, and you have to drain <laughs> just one heart and suck them both in at the same time, which is kind of corny, but I like um, the baby one's quite hard, uh, but he's well, he goes off into an yeah, world.
0: I, that's a bit of an early difficulty uh, spike mm. that, and and there, there's a, there was a slight lack of logic because you fire a ball isn't that right at yeah, him you suck a ball and then fire it back at him yeah. that doesn't really yeah that's sort of there's a bit of a lack of logic there um, firing a rubber ball at a ghost because you kind of it took me a while to work out that it wouldn't just go through him I think
2: Ooh,
3: um, the Claire Claire Vine woman is quite cool yeah you visit her twice as, uh, yeah, as well That um, yeah, she opens an area up for you the second time
1: She's the one with the quest to get Mario's bits and bobs back, like the star, yes. the glove, yeah, the yeah. hat. But hasn't yeah. he, hasn't he got all those things on him in the painting? He <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's lost all his stuff, and you see yeah. him. You're like, well, he's got his hat on, he's got his gloves on. What's he lost? I don't, I don't really understand what's going on here. But it's it's a
3: Mario game. You can't really criticize. The I story, bet that's but... down.
0: Uh, I bet that's down on IMDb as a continuity
3: error. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy I was talking about, his name was Mister Lugs. He's the glutton. Um, the lady with the piano, uh-huh. she's Melody Pianissima. Of course,
0: of course, of course. <laughs> um, We don't know their original Japanese names, but no. well done for getting the, uh,
3: um, the UK one. I mean, and the, the uh, one I found most memorable was probably the one that was the hardest. Was the the three clockwork soldiers? Um, you know, they kind of from Pinocchio, And you have to basically suck yeah. the keys out from their back, um, mm. and and then yeah. wheel them in. But in the, at the same time, the other soldiers are then trying to get you. Um, but if you let go of the soldier you're sucking, he will then vanish. And then reappear oh, back his yeah. little um thing, so you have it's a balancing act of of trying to sort of you know gradually weaken them all uh, whilst not letting them get too close to you um, and it's 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 really tough I think it's probably one of the toughest ones that wasn't a boss um I think the other hmm. one that was really hard was the ice guy he just keeps throwing um ice elemental attacks at you, and uh, he was pretty tough but i I found that one really cool because it was um. When you first go in there, you see the ghosts, but there's no way of, you can't really work out how you activate them and then you discover there's loads of clocks dotted around the room so once you've mm-hmm. then activated all the clocks and again it plays mm-hmm. a little tune then they actually start and then you can start reading them in but uh, yeah pretty tough that one
1: there's another real standout room the observatory the, with, oh the, yes where, where, you, where you get Mario Star yeah and it's totally different to how the rest of the game plays because you end up like destroying half. Well, of the side of the the wall to get outside into space, like it just totally throws you off. And if you look into your Game Boy Horror at this point, you can just look freely around into space. And I think <laughs> you have to shoot the the moon, the moon. to yeah. sort shoot of moon, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely bonkers. Yeah, I, I love that bit.
0: it Does go a bit bonkers.
2: There, there's actually if, if if you you know know the game, there's there's a number of ghosts that they actually cut out on a number of boss vices. That they they cut out of the game, and there's a few rooms that they actually detail. left. They, they've left them a few signals of where they were and what they what they exactly were doing in there. Um, there's a, a safari room, I think you go into, and I, I think when you go in there, it's just a, a room full of normal ghosts and you, and you kill things. Yeah. Um, but if you actually look on the wall, um, the the paintings on there are actually bosses that were meant to be in that room. Um, and the reason apparently it was cut is because they it, it was this guy that basically was wanting your head to mount on the actual walls of this room that was his whole (laughs) thing he wanted to take your head and mount it on the wall too dark and apparently it was one of these things where it was in the game and they did a little bit of playtesting. and it it, you know talking about the game being dark on occasions it it came back from a number of playtests where people said i don't kind of like it we don't like that one it is a bit too freaky so um they eventually removed Mm. it entirely from the game but left all the assets in that room so uh, if you go into the Safari room you can actually see the boss himself as one of the paintings on the wall, which is quite kinda of neat
3: and cute that they left it there. I think it's the first room you unlock in the attic, that one. If I can't remember right. But uh yeah, another one you mean it's got a tiger a couple of tiger's heads and things like that on the wall.
1: There are some other elements removed. There are other elements removed from the, the game, uh, which was, which are in the 2001 E3 trailer. At the end when Luigi, like, you know, he, he's gone through the wars in this trailer and he comes out the other side and he's got a real sad, depressed face on. And he's got real purple eyes and stuff. I've never seen that in the final version. But hmm. it looks absolutely hilarious because he looks, I don't know, it looks like, like all the muscles have been removed from his face. Like, he's got a <laughs> real, like, droopy mouth and it looks nothing like Luigi's the ever Bell's looked for. Bell's palsy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. It, it looks absolutely bonkers and... um I can only assume that's another sort of... Luigi doesn't normally look like that, so let's remove it out of the game. Because like, I linked to it on Twitter earlier. It is absolutely weird. I've never seen a Mario character look so depressed.
0: Do you think it was... It sounds like this game was going to be, at one point, a little bit more dark and distressing than it turned out, <laughs> by and large.
2: Well, I mean, there's a couple of elements which actually take out the game, which will be... I mean, one I'll get to, which is a bit more simpler. Um, the actual... Uh, you, you have your Hoover Pack, of course, and, and that has unlimited suction power. But the original spec of what they designed the game around, and it, I think it was going to be slightly more hard for a hardcore audience than it's probably turned out to be, was you have obviously your fire, meteor, your, your water, and, and stuff like that. That was actually an element of what they were going to do with the game, that your your vacuum only had so much power in it, so it would add a time element to each ghost that you would do. So, um, you know, the the suction would see this bar go down, rather more of a like when you spray the water, the water would go down in, in the amount of quantity, you'd only have so much time to suck in ghosts. And once again they deemed that as a bit too difficult for the player kind of base they were looking for and changed it into these more elemental stuff to kind of have that aspect in there but not quite as you know every single encounter that you you come up against which i think was probably a wise move we'll all agree um but the the major design difference actually i think some aspects that got left behind there was apparently this was very much a a two-way thing they could have done so they originally designed this as a 3D um game so also the storytellers They they designed it cuz it was in the concept of when they thought the GameCube was actually going to be a 3D device um uh, stereoscopic uh, 3D yeah I mean it was it was still going to be a bit early for for this design and ultimately me that's why they scrapped it Nintendo um, they got so far with designing the GameCube around 3Dness um and this game was the lead in in that plan, you know, that that push which is when you think about it uh Luigi's Mansion 2 is Luigi's Mansion 2 3D so eventually it comes mm-hmm. back and mm-hmm. it's the form where they were probably looking for it once to be so um i think you know probably the 2D 2.5D aspects of that you could probably see that popping out in 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 3D well, that, quite well that so,
3: to- totally explains the 2.5D because that's that's yeah. the sort mm-hmm. of perspective you need for a 3D game that's why Super Mario 3D Land is the same well, and mm, you imagine mm. chasing
2: the ghost, the ghost was slightly coming outside, of the, almost like outside of the walls. I mean, who knows yeah, yeah. how they would have implemented it, but that was the idea around the game. That ultimately was scrapped and, and probably does have a, a bit of design choices. The other major one, um, and this probably actually explains Nintendo's thinking at the time, is that it was actually meant to be similar to Majora's Mask. Um, the the whole, Id- the whole concept of the game was that you were going to have 24 hours to rescue your brother. Um, go from room to room um, suss out the puzzles like Majora's Mask and when the day was over um, you lost all your progress but then you would know exactly where you'd been before. I think that's probably where the Mirrors started playing in in because the mansion isn't huge but if you're on a, right. you know, a strict 24 hour time yeah. limit you would probably want to get back to places quicker. So it would than have almost
0: puzzle. by design been a speed run game. <laughs> yeah,
3: that, totally, um, that, that totally explains the axe as well because uh, I think even when you're talking to uh, Gad at one point he says I'll, uh, I'll see you back here at the end of the day. Yep, he which does. I, Actually, I, I, when
2: you complete the game, um, it even says, well done, you managed to do this in a single day, which is obviously left yeah. over from... Left earlier yeah. So that design. totally
3: explains why there's four acts It's basically the six-hour slots within a day, isn't it? So, hmm. yeah, so, could, yeah, I, yeah. I, there's
2: definitely a tech demo... You know, this game obviously was a tech demo for the GameCube. The GameCube, it being a 3D device at the time, and, you know, ultimately didn't make that, but they weren't going to scrap the entire game around that. And then somewhat of a carryover from the end, you know, the last of the Zelda games on the N64, um, which was obviously a clever design choice, probably not to go with that, but... Uh,
3: that's not a bad thing because some of the best games ever made started out as tech demos. I mean, take Grand Theft Auto 3, that was originally mm-hmm. a tech demo. So, I mean, you know, that's, mm. uh, that's not a bad thing because it shows it's, it's really piling in on the innovation. You know,
0: Yeah, Wave Race 64. Yeah, that's another one. There are, there are probably plenty of others. I
1: was going to say, speaking about the, the 3D effect and how the GameCube is meant to be a stereoscopic 3D machine, um, it, it makes sense, like, like we said earlier, the 2.5D camera angles. But I had struggled, I, I had struggles, I struggled to shoot um the balls of uh, wool or yarn at the uh, oh, the old lady yeah. in a rocking chair because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I didn't know how to relate Luigi in this room to it's the really ghost and
4: yeah.
1: th- the three D effect would r- work really well because obviously you could see the ghost is in front of Luigi and Luigi's behind like certain bits and bobs and I think a three D effect would help this game um, in terms of gameplay dramat- uh, well not dr- not dramatically but you well, know you'll it would find improve out it somewhat soon enough but yeah I mean clearly yeah, they're,
2: yeah they're, they've re, re- well. That's the word? They kind of reestablished Repurpose. the idea for re, yeah, yeah. For, for Luigi's Mansion Two, which makes me really excited to play Luigi's Mansion Two actually now. That you know Definitely. it's almost like the dream of what the original idea of this game coming through. There's mm. also a couple of other weird ones. Um, I, I seen this actually on a YouTube video. I, I didn't do it myself. Um, if you in in the baby's room, if you zoom in on the camera on one of the baby's photos and you you know you zoom in and press A, it allows you mm-hmm. to do a dialogue, bug. It actually comes up and says, um, it's it's something about... No, no way, man. That's not my style. Um, which is kind of weird and horrible and freaky at the same time. Like, not not what's my style. It's it's like it's odd things like that. And there's there's plenty of secret rooms where you you got mouse holes in the floor. In fact, there's there's yeah. cheese located all over the place. Um,
0: yeah. What is that all about?
2: Well, if you if you if you zoom in on the cheese of the camera camera, then mm. um, a little golden mouse shoots out and you can suck the yep. golden mouse and you get lost mm. cash and that goes towards your end score um, well, and I the holes are, are quite often linked to um, the secret rooms that you can unlock mm, which really chests. annoy you on your map if you don't know where they are
0: another thing that may have been left over from this early sinister slightly messed up version <laughs> that perhaps existed is the fact that whenever you open a chest he goes ah yeah and humps it <laughs> <laughs> he's quite clearly having sex with chess.
1: <laughs> it is a bit odd oh yeah Come across to me as um a slightly hip hop version of Mario. Um, <laughs> it, it, in Luigi's, it sounds ridiculous, but in Luigi's Mansion, when you open a chest like that, it will play like some sort of little tune that doesn't Scratch. sound Mario-esque at all. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah, it has like scratchy noises. Sort yeah. of it's a bit hippity hop. And someone ages ago, when we were playing like N64 and stuff, someone pointed this out to me with the first Smash Bros. That Luigi. Is slightly gangster, and ever since mm. then I couldn't help but no, I couldn't help but notice it. He's got, he's he's a he's a cooler version of Mario. And anyone who's listening now, and you see Luigi in a game like Smash Brothers, brawl melee and stuff, when he wins, he has got some moves. I tell you, he is right. he is wiggity, fantastic. Wiggity wiggity whack.
0: Um, The only thing this really doesn't follow through in uh, in the Superstar Saga games, where Luigi is basically a lovable sap.
1: <laughs> yeah, in in those Mario and Luigi games, everyone just rips him into shreds. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I'd like to do a show on that trilogy at some point, but mm. uh, we'll see yeah how does uh, do, you, do you think uh, without wanting to get too deep into the whole Mario and Luigi thing because you know they, they aren't the deepest characters, they're really there to perform a task, be a cipher um I, I certainly came away from this game with probably more affection for Luigi than I ever had for Mario as a character. Just yeah. as in he's quite, you know, he's you can empathise with him, whereas Mario's sort of never-ending, boundless energy and <laughs> yeah. go-getting slightly stereotyped Italian ways didn't mm. really... You know, I love, I adore the Mario games. I think as games, they're some of the best games ever made. Um, you know, as a series, it's been insanely consistent with mm. only a few errors, uh, sunshine and things. But um, Mario himself has never really... Done it for me as as even though I must have bought you know maybe forty games with him in or something he's, like that maybe more. Yeah, I think as a
3: um, character he's too simplistic. I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm the same. I mean, my you know, I I my favourite characters are Wario, Wario and Luigi, and um, I think mm. they're they're you know they're three dimensional characters. In, in in as more so as yeah. well, as far as you know this this type of the property goes, um, because uh, particularly I mean Luigi in Luigi's Mansion. I mean. he You know, you you said he's he's regarded as a lovable fop, and in many ways he is. Throughout this, you know, he 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 seems quite childlike at times, but then he's also very brave and and earnest, and and, you know, wanting to save his brother. Whereas you find in the Mario games, it's just kind of you feel that Mario's a bit like Sonic. He's just he's a dude, and he's going to get to the end no matter what, and it and it doesn't really his key
0: attribute. As with Sonic is determination. Yes. And that's and you know, that's admirable and everything, but it doesn't make for a very interesting it's, or realistic person.
2: It's quite brave in, in a in a way from Nintendo even to to put Mario in a position where he's essentially become the princess of this game. Mm. You know, he's the one who's been caught by uh, Bowser. Well, he's not King Boo, isn't it? But you know, he's been caught by somebody and it's down to his brother to risk mm. him because it's not something that ever really happens in any other of the Mario franchises.
1: I mentioned it earlier, they did it on the snares with Mario is Missing, where you play as Luigi looking mm. for Mario mm. in in a time travelling game, but yeah, you don't really see it since, so it's always Daisy or Peach
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was I was very interested to look at uh, the head designer um, Hideki Kono's work uh, you know, everyone always rightly associates Mario games with uh, Miyamoto, but Kono San has had a lot to do with a lot of Mario games, he was the I think his first project for Nintendo was the main designer on Yume Kojo Doki Doki Panic, which is the game that would become worldwide Super Mario Bros. 2. Um, He then worked on an ice hockey game for the NES. But then he was assistant to Miyamoto on Super Mario Bros. 3. He uh, was the map director on Super Mario World... Um, he directed the excellent SNES conversion of Sim City for mm-hmm. Nintendo. Very good. Uh, Super Mario Kart, Su- Super Mario World 2. He was basically the main man on on Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, which mm-hmm. is just a phenomenal video game.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, both the first two Mario Karts then Yoshi's Story, which was uh, an interesting game, but ultimately probably disappointing. But certainly again another one, perhaps worth talking about. It was misunderstood, rather like Luigi's Mansion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then he went on to Wind Waken and Ten Dogs, Mario Kart DS, Mario Kart Seven, Mario Kart Wii. Uh, you know, th- th- he's a producer now rather than a director. But this is a guy who, perhaps, is exists. You know, it's not it's not an everyday name. I had to look him up myself. But you look at his track record, and crikey, you know, this is a guy who is very much you know <laughs> up there with with Miyamoto and has worked alongside Miyamoto a lot. And it seems a bit unfair that he doesn't. Doesn't receive as much kind of credit credit praise.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of him before, and he sounds like an unsung hero. Do you know what I mean? He's um,
0: it's quite a softography, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: That's just the way Miyamoto wants it. Yeah, his <laughs> massive ego. But that's everything, everything Nintendo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, the the end game and and the new game plus. So uh, one of the the key thing once you've got past that. Aggravating final boss. If you do, if you can, if you can manage it. I certainly remember uh, when when I saw Gary uh, tweeting or posting the other day that he was having a bad time of it. I, I, you know, I said from this is from four and a half years ago that I did find it. I remember it being aggravating, and I uh, think yeah. Gary said yes. Understatement. <laughs> I do remember having to go back a few times i think you have to i remember a lot of hiding behind a pillar yeah, and mm-hmm. just lear- just learning a pattern learning a pattern until i could do it it was one of those games where I just decided, I think when, when, when we talked before about Heavenly Sword, it was a similar thing. I was just like, I got to the end boss, I'm going to have to do it now, I can't, even though well, it's going to drive me a bit insane. And
2: I even found myself in this situation this time through, knowing, I'd, I'd forgotten that in fact, in fact the end boss was going to be particularly difficult. And mm. um, you know, I'd, I'd been playing the game for a couple of nights and this was the final night, I needed to get it done, I was just like put it to bed and, and move on. So on a work night, I was still up at half past one in the morning. Died three times in a row, oh, and it was getting on for two o'clock. And I was like, I need to do it this time. I have to be up for six. Um, oh, but I know. But once again, it's credit to the game itself. I, I I was like, no, I will do this, boss. And then you know, people mm. moan about the Mass Effect free ending. Jesus Christ! You see the ending of this <laughs> Mario so un so ungrateful. He bangs his yeah, head, his eyes spin in his he? head, and then that's it. Mm. Ish.
1: Yep. Yeah, It's <laughs> like, ah. now got two caps, four gloves, and four pairs pe- two pairs of shoes. Yeah, That was it, exactly.
0: and no mansion. No <laughs> yeah. uh, but the thing I wanted to mention was the 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 fact that you 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 get to keep the house, don't you? And the well, amount of money you you've, you build uh, a new one, uh, raised basically. Oh, that's right, build mm-hmm. a new one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, where the other one stood, I guess. Yes. Yeah, Gad builds yeah. it for you. Yeah. That's right. Okay, and the amount of uh, money, coins, treasure you've you've managed to um, snaffle throughout the game uh, dictates the graphical splendor of your mm, yes. of your mansion. I don't know how many there are. Is it just three, or are there lots? no? I
2: think I think they do actually go down to almost it's like just a tiny building.
3: Um, yeah, there's F. I think the they're, they, they're ranked a to, a to F, aren't they? So, mm-hmm.
0: but th- six different. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, unfortunately, the annoying thing is in the European
2: version you can't actually get rank A on your first try. Um, It can only be achieved in the new game plus, which you you generally get more money for doing different stuff. Um, Once again, oddly, because you need a hundred. Well, in the US, on the American version release, you need 100. Million, whatever they, they call it, as you know, I guess, Jeez. their coins, jeans. quid, dollars, um, Jeez. which isn't too. You know, I actually got um 120 on my my playthrough this time. Um, yeah, you end up pretty
0: rich, don't you? No matter how well, bad. Well, there, there's play. a
2: couple of things that you can do to, to. I mean, the the diamonds and the the jewels are the thing that actually make you rich. Um, mm. which, uh, but I'll just finish this bit off. With. Um, in the in the European version, you need 150 million, and apparently it's impossible. Mm. I think it, the max you can get is about 138, <laughs> something like that.
0: An entirely deliberate and cynical move to extend the life of the game?
2: Well, New Game Plus, yeah, to go through A rank. Yeah. They change a couple of things up in, in that mode. Um, do you know the the boo fight we were talking about where you have to make the boos slightly smaller? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. In New Game Plus mode, you actually ride a boo in that um, on the back really? of it. Yeah, on the back of it. And, and, oh, my god! Right, I never knew yeah, that. It's odd. Odd little things like that. Yeah. I, I believe rooms stay dark longer. Um, the chandelier in in the in the porchway. I think if you stand there long enough, it hits you on the head. But in in New Game Plus mode, it constantly falls down as you wander past it. Stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I I remember ghosts being a lot harder to snaffle. That was yeah. I I had a brief play of it, but after having just gone through that final boss, and uh, I was like straight back in, and I thought I really don't fancy playing this again.
3: I think they've got high, they've got double the numbers, haven't they? So if they were ten, they're now twenty. If they were fifteen, they're now a hundred. Some ghosts got to three
0: hundred, so that's what
2: yeah,
3: three
0: hundred yeah. and fifty when you flash them with a torch they're revealed for a much shorter time I believe but, um, as well
2: the, the, the actual diamonds are, are really interesting it, actually, it does add a lot to lots of the gameplay um, for instance there's uh, a garden area with a dog in there that you, you fight and you can when yeah. you fight it you can actually go through his, his dog kennel into a secret area um, but um there's a, a big flower in the garden, and if you water it, the flower grows, um, mm. and then you, you leave it for a period of time, I think so long in the game. And you come back again, you water it again, and it grows into a blooming flower. And then when you come back a third time, a lot later in the game, towards the end of the game, I guess in Act 3, um, if you water it again, it produces a gold diamond, which there is only two mm. in the game.
3: Um,
2: I think the other one's from the butler. <laughs> gold diamond. Uh, well, you know, a gold diamond-shaped <laughs> thing. Um, that's that's, that's it could, a um, great idea. could be a red bash. diamond,
3: you do get red diamonds.
2: Yeah, red diamonds only worth yes, five thousand G though. They're, they're, no, they're mean, worth in, nothing in real in in the oh, real right, world. True. You
3: get red diamonds which look
2: a kind of orangey color. Um, hmm. But uh, the gold ones, I, I believe, they give you thirty million in one go. So yeah, okay. don't you get one of
3: those for, for? I think you get one of those for getting finding all the booze as well, don't you? At the you end? do. Yes, if you get all fifty booze, yes. you get a, a gold one as well. So, no. but, there's other little
1: touches in. In Luigi's Mansion, where you can just water the regular plants to get money and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and yeah. you can keep doing that. Over like the vases or the vases, you can keep doing these things just to constantly increase your number. But
2: there's, there's also something called Speedy Ghosts, um, where you only have one chance again. They're normally oh, hidden yeah. in chests within inside the rooms. And as you open the chest up, they will reveal themselves, and you have one chance. If you manage to flash a light, catch them, then you get um, you know plenty of diamonds and stuff, and it's all cool. But if you miss them, that's it. You have to reload, just save, and come back to it again if you want to go. for I the, missed the everyone. Thing. I got quite a few. I think I missed five in the end. I think there's there's around twenty of them, um, and then a bunch of mice. But it, I mean, it's just it's added depth. I mean, a lot of that stuff you can mm. completely bypass, complete the game, and just end up with a, a an F rank. It, it was strange because this time I thought, you know, I'm I'm going to go for a decent rank because you know, I kind of know the game, so I was kind of looking where I should be going and, and where the different rooms were. Um, and then didn't realize that I was on Europe. Obviously, I was, I was in the European version, so I couldn't even get the A rank anyway. Ended up with a B rank with 120. 3000 but it was it was fun there was a number of secrets i'd never seen before um, and fought a number of ghosts which i'd, I'd never done so right. would you yeah. have been
0: more likely to play back through for a, an achievement or the equivalent do you think was there, was there enough incentive just in its in itself to play it through again
2: well new game plus not instantaneously mm. i'd probably probably not maybe maybe if there was an achievement attached at the end maybe that might have been something i would've done back then but um, yeah. no like like Gary said, it, the game actually gets frustrating towards the end. Um, some of the enjoyment actually starts to, to suffer because of some of the, the more tougher tasks you, you're facing, and and some of the later boos as well. With 350 health, become oh, just just. I had this fraught with chasing them from one room to the next, and and
3: occasionally yeah, you can go to different floors. It's just you, uh-huh. yeah. you keep you keep going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, taking a chipping a little bit off each time. Yeah. It's, mm. um, ah.
0: I have this theory obviously this is not a a, a core Mario game in, in in the way that you know the platformers are but I do I do wonder sometimes if if the reason that certain kinds of gamers are so sniffy about Mario games is because they look all nice and innocent and friendly but they are actually to do them well, they are some of the most hardcore games you will ever play. Of course, yeah. You know, to do the final, to do the final star in Super Mario Galaxy Two or the the Star World in in Super Mario World, this, these are real, genuine, proper tests of your gaming skill that something like Gears of War will never ask of you. <laughs> I think maybe it's like there's an ego thing going on with that. I know on Twitter actually, uh, because we've been talking about this game for a little while about playing
2: it, and I know there's a number of people actually said that they've picked up the game again to play it, and a few of them have been playing it with their kids and yeah. Apparently, their kids are really enjoying it. Really, either yeah. you, enjoying playing it or,
3: or actually just watching, you know, dad or mum sit down and play it with them. I can confirm that. I played a lot, probably about half of this game, and my daughter sat next to me watching it. Fantastic. Or, or wanted to do She's played. She played it a little bit as well when we went to that um, uh, Margate uh, game festival. Um, mm-hmm. She played oh, a little right. bit there. So, um, but yeah, I think it. it kids like goats, you know. I mean, she's only two Absolutely. and a half, and she, she loves the idea of ghosts. <laughs> And uh, she she thought it was a lot of fun, you know, so...
0: I was going to mention I had this book when I was a kid uh, called Haunted House uh, by Jan Pienkowski. I know the one, yeah. Yeah, it was the illustrator of the Megan Mogg books, probably more famously... Hmm. The Haunted House is one of the best children's books ever made. It was a pop-up book, and it was just page after page of haunted rooms with a like a alligator in the bath and a ghost mm-hmm. that that you slide the shutters and it reveals itself and a skeleton in a closet and a monster in a washing machine and a uh, alien squid in the bath and all this stuff. And it, I I remember I'm looking at pictures of it now and it's bringing me in- enormous nostalgia.
3: You can but you can still get it. I, I bought all the Mega books quite recently as well. Yeah, they still publish it.
0: I might have to buy another, might buy another copy. It can't be cheap to make, I guess. But uh, um, that's fantastic. Yeah, um, check it out. Haunted House Yampian or Kowski if he's American. I think he's Scandinavian. I think or it was Polish. Polish, I believe. Polish. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, and even though uh, I was a kid at the time, and, it, and 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 again, like Luigi's Mansion, it's kind of a funny book, but it's also a little bit creepy. And mm-hmm. there's nothing like as a, kids love to be scared. Just the mm. right amount. Just the right amount, and it's really important. I think you know, and I'm talking out my ass as a non-parent here, but I believe if I was a parent, that I would uh, feel it was important that kids do get a little, you know, aren't too protected from scares and stuff. You know, just just little ones, just the right amount, just to just to you know prepare them for life's difficult moments.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's an important emotion, isn't it?
3: Yeah, where the it is? Kids are particularly uh, sort of where they're toddlers. They're thrill seekers. They they want to be frightened. Yes. Like my daughter, when I pick her up, will say, "Drop me, Daddy! Drop me, Daddy!" because she wants to yeah. have that thrill of of, <laughs> of of like falling and then being caught mm. again. You know, and 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 she she does. She loves the she loves at the moment. She loves dinosaurs and ghosts, which are you know. She, awesome. she keeps saying, "Watch out, Daddy! Dinosaurs going to eat us." You know, so you, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. You know, there's uh, and then the thing is, lots of but kids you hate fairy dinosaurs. Tales. I do, Sorry. I do. Well, no, I like dinosaurs in a museum. I don't like dinosaurs in games because it's stupid. Ah. But um, you know, if you you know, if you look at um, you know um, fairy tales, you know most fairy tales are really dark and nasty and horrible, absolutely. And, and yeah. uh, you know that's yeah. where it all comes from. And and really, what they're, they're moral- you know all fairy tales are really morality tales, and they need to be dark in order for you to, to to kind of learn the lesson. So and quite right, Luigi's yeah, Mansion, very similar. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. I'm not sure it does have a morality to it, other than, you know, be brave and and do the right thing by your family. It doesn't. It doesn't particularly have a message. Some of it? the
3: ghosts say things. Um, they do. Yeah, that's true. They, you know, particularly like the artist who uh, is lamenting the fact that their, uh, their their work was never appreciated. And That's the one where all the ghosts pop out the pop out the painting. Mm. That's one example. But there's there's others as well that have similar stories. Although it is kind of creepy when. I think it's the guest room where there's actually a child there and you think well, is this mm. the child is dead, <laughs> you know, dead yeah I was thinking
0: that creepy. about the baby you know infant yeah. death uh, there is there is a sort of slight gloom hanging over all this cartooniness I mean you know you Mentioned Majora's Mask earlier, and that is one of the darkest games you will ever play. And that is, you know, that is a Zelda game, but it's really grim. Mm. I think that's why a lot of people don't get on with it because it, it doesn't give you that nice happy feeling of being an exploratory elf in a magical land. It's like <laughs> oh, fuck, it's the end of the fucking everything. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, uh, there's, there's some great touches in Luigi's Mansion that you know to go back to the beginning where we talk about the the art style and the graphics. Um, Every time Luigi got squashed by a door, that made me laugh every time. Like, because <laughs> oh, yeah. when he opens the door, he looks kind of like a Wallace and Gromit character. He looks a bit plasticy. He looks a bit rounded, and when he gets squashed by the door and he gets flattened like a pancake, that just brings it back to like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, he looks like a like I say, like a like a plasticine character. It looks quite unique to that game. I, like, I haven't really seen any other game do it. Um,
2: also, a little trick as well. If you want to know what a fake door is, if you get your Hoover, real doors rattle, fake doors don't. Oh, and also, if you've got right. fire, you can set a light to the fake doors, but real doors don't burn. Oh, so you can. I actually did get not know that. And, yeah, I just
3: you, used, you can I also used the just, map. just look at the map. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, or you can look at the map. But when you're not doing that, it's easier to stick your Hoover on.
3: That's true for a lot of things, actually. There's, hmm. the, but, um, um, yeah, you can tell there's yeah, ghosts and go- as they rattle. That's the other thing.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's a really good point, Darren. The graphical star of this—it's odd, isn't it? Because ultimately, we we all joke that the GameCube well the Wii is just basically two GameCubes stra- strapped together, and its power is done more for processing rather than anything else. Um, but I think the GameCube itself—you look at most of the games, and, and we found this on the on the day that we we messed around and, and had that big kind of retro party. The GameCube was pretty much the main focus of the day, and I think it, just because it, it does hold up, the graphics are normally quite cartoony. Um, they're normally big, bold, bright colors. Um, you know, some Mario. Well, Super, Wind Waker, Waker um, Super Monkey Ball, stuff like that. I mean, they, they they managed to get the art perfect on on that system. Um, so Luigi's Mansion itself just it, it shines. It really does shine. Even my like big fifty eight inch TV, it it really looked quite impressive. Yes, sure. There's a a slight SDness to it. But um you know no worse really than just playing like, a current Wii game. It it felt at times like you know yes there was one or two design choices that they, they I think newer games would have made a difference with, but it it felt like I was playing a roughly new gen version of of a game. Could have easily come out on the Wii. It'll be
0: interesting to see uh, how we feel about Eternal Darkness when we've gone back mm. to that, which obviously attempts a more Ritz. serious adult graphical style. Um but we'll talk about that in a few weeks.
2: Um mm. so my bigger question is so when was Super Mario Sunshine released? Uh,
0: later the same year, or uh, well, it was 2002. So it was about a year after in Japan and a few months after over here. I believe that's right. I will just double check. Carry on in the meantime.
1: And that game looks remarkably worse than Luigi's Mansion. It
0: does. There's does it?
1: there's repeated textures all over the all over the world. It just looks really jaggy. To use that horrible word. And ah. Oh, I kind of like Super Mario Sunshine. People bag on it too much. And I quite like it. It's sort of, it's alright. It's not a great Mario game by any stretch of imagination, But the whole look of that game just looked really dry. And I know it's set in like a sunshine area, but it looks really dry and just really boring to look at. It's got
0: very little of the magic of either Super Mario 64 or Super Mario Galaxy. It feels too set in the real world, I think. And then when you add the, uh, the camera problems in and some of the. design the level design it's uh it's like yeah it's not the worst game ever made but it was a bit of a disaster by a for a but, key mario title
2: so my point being is that i think nintendo clearly would have liked super mario sunshine as a launch title i think they would have been happier to, to continue that tradition mm. but by the sounds of it they, they i mean I i don't remember hating that game um but it, it, it wasn't the classic Mario that we all you know kinda of, you know, certainly with the <laughs> last two Mario games before that. So it feels I mean, I think having played um Luigi's Mansion, it does actually feel like Luigi's Mansion was a stopgap. It it feels like they they clearly knew that Mario wasn't going to be ready for launch or that's something they would would have would've liked, that it needed yeah. another maybe six to eight to a year's development time in it, and they had to come up with something. I think the tech demo thing became was a tech demo at some point and they had to turn it more into reality and i mean they they did a good job with what they had but I, I think on occasions the tech demo does start to show through in the actual gameplay and you know we, we comment how long this game is it's not particularly long but i, I think at the very end I, I felt like i was done with it i didn't really want this to be a 15 hour game i felt like a, a six to eight hour experience i was
3: well finished I, I, with don't, it. I don't necessarily agree with that because at the time nintendo were were had come up with a policy where they were going to make games shorter anyway. Mm. They were targeting making games between eight and twelve hours long, and they had a policy. and And pretty much most of the Nintendo first party properties that came out, with the exception of Mario Sunshine, kind of did aim for that. And this was one of the one of the ones that was put in that category. Pikmin's another one that's the same. That that's mm. that's in that sort of that sort of range. So I don't think it. I think it was intentionally as long as it is. And I think it's. It, you know. It would have taken a fair amount of time to develop Luigi's Match. It's not mm-hmm. something they could have knocked up overnight because they knew they were overrunning the sunshine. It just maybe it came out earlier because it was ready sooner. That may have been the case. But I'm sure this game was in development for probably two or three years, judging from the just the sheer level of detail and polish that's in there.
4: Mm.
3: If it was something that was thrown out as a stopgap, it wouldn't have so much detail as it, as it has. Uh, you know. yeah,
1: I'm really conflicted about the... My, with my feelings with Luigi Mansion Two, like, do I want it to be a twelve-hour, maybe fifteen-hour experience across the three mansions that you're supposed to be in, or do I want it to be again like a six to eight-hour focused, more enjoyable experience? I guess I want the latter because you know a, a, a great game remains great forever, whereas a stretched-out game just feels damp by the end of it. Um, but yeah, the, Luigi Mansion Two, I'm I'm curious to see how they can do it again and make it feel f- fresh and exciting.
0: Um, yeah, you've you've organically preempted my next question, which oh, was worry. what people. No, it's no, it's perfect. Um, <laughs> no, I've just drawn attention to it. Uh, <laughs> but it was yeah. What what do people want and expect from Luigi's Mansion Two? Do they want it
3: at all? Uh, I, I,
1: I
0: mean, us. I don't <laughs> mean just anyone. <laughs>
3: the general public <laughs> is a fickle thing. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know about Darren, but I certainly do. I mean, I I pre-ordered it the day it was announced. You know, I. Yeah, I I I'm not ashamed to admit Luigi's Mansion is one of my favourite games, you know, and um, despite the fact that you hate the
0: final boss, yeah, I
3: can, can forgive it. I mean, cool, if we can forgive okay. Mass Effect, we can forgive anything, eh? But you know, <laughs> I, it's, <laughs> it's it's you know, I it, to me it it was it's almost a perfect uh, video game in that it it it's balanced, it's well designed, it's it's intelligent, it's clever, it's challenging. I you know, you can forgive a, a kind of difficulty spike, particularly if it's at the end. You know, mm. it's when you get difficulty spikes earlier in a game or sort of uh, halfway sure. through that, that those are kind of unforgivable. But to have one at the end, okay, fair enough. You know, and as you know, I have beaten the game before. It's just to be honest, this time I just couldn't. Be off I wanted to go to bed, and that's why I gave up. But fair enough. Um, I think you know, as long as they don't go overboard with Luigi's Mansion Two, I hmm. I get the impression that maybe that. You know they've had a Luigi's Mansion two in the oven for some time, yeah, and exactly. they've just been they've just been looking yeah. for the right platform for it. And
0: not as long as Pikmin three, but even so, oh,
3: yeah, I, I feel the three DS is probably the right place for Nintendo to release anything at the moment because there's no point yeah. in releasing anything on the Wii. And Absolutely, I don't think they could. They would get away. They would get quite a bad media reaction if they launched the Wii U with the Luigi's Mansion game because there'd be comparisons to the GameCube launch.
0: Yes, Um, that's a good
3: point. So I think that's the perfect platform for it. And if you know what you know, that was new. That was news to me about the stereoscopic 3D. But now Mm -hmm. you've told me it makes absolute sense because stereoscopic 3D only truly works when you have that 2.5, you know perspective um, and I can see this being you know having played super Mario 3d land and, and knowing how superbly that works I can see this mm. just being perfect for the for the 3ds I would be concerned if they kind of if it gets strung out you know over you know too long but then again if there's lots of clever puzzles in it and maybe they make more use of different gadgets then why not
1: well apparently with, with luigi's mansion 2 they're changing the light mechanic as opposed to you just flashing your light at a ghost you have to charge your torch and then the the stronger the the, the by waggling the Wii remote it. oh no yeah <laughs> <laughs> the 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 stronger you flash from your torch the more ghosts you can catch at one time and reportedly this new poltergust can catch 3 at any one time i know you can do that in some of the levels in of well, rooms in luigi's mansion but apparently um luigi's got a few more tricks up his sleeves now and um Look, I'm I'm with you, Gary. I'm absolutely excited for Luigi Mansion too. But again, like like you and I both said, um, just maybe, maybe maybe don't stretch it out across, you know, twelve hours. Maybe let's keep it focused to what Luigi's Mansion sort of already already did.
0: I assume that uh, the control of the uh, camera stick will be uh, replaced with the touchscreen rather than the uh, hideous cradle thing that they've released for the second. <laughs> I number. think.
1: I think they've delayed this game to add circle pad control support or maybe a new 3DS because Luigi's Mansion control? drives on well they say that you can use accelerometer and motion control with Luigi's mm. Mansion 2 to pull in the ghosts and stuff but that sounds
3: terrible to me um, <laughs> well, I think they've delayed like this game Star to... that was awful oh, everyone
0: knows yeah. what happens when you tilt the 3DS when you're looking at the 3D It's pathetic. I was
1: playing Metal Gear Solid 3D Snake Eater on the 3DS and there's the rope bridge at the start of the game and you have to use the gyro to walk across the bridge. Like, If you tilt too far one side you slip off and I was lying down on my bed playing that and I had no chance.
0: Um,
1: But I honestly believe that they've delayed Luigi Mansion 2 to add Circle Pad Pro support or the inevitable new 3DS. You'll have to
3: buy one of those crappy things then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because I was playing Luigi's Mansion, worried for how they're going to control the Luigi in Luigi Mansion Two. Right. Because it thrives
3: on the. Well, you've two got sticks. the touchpad is basically a giant analog stick, and I like uh, Leon said. Mm. I, I assumed you would just use the touchpad, but. Oh,
0: yeah, like um, ge- talking of Geometry Wars, Geometry Wars Galaxies on the oh, DS. Superb, superb. You use the basically use the pointer as an aiming device, don't you? Yep. So, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic game, by the way. You can pick it up for about three quid. That is a bargain. Mm. That's-
2: As much as you say, you know, Luigi's Mansion 2 is perfect for the 3DS, I'm surprised that Nintendo didn't re-pick up the torch function for, you know, the Wiimote pointing towards the screen, there's your torch, Mm -hmm. throw out the walls, ghosts. Like I I think they could have got some mileage out of that. And actually, to bring it back to your point of, like, Alan Wake struggling in, in, in what it does, I think Luigi's Mansion works because of the two... 2.5D aspect I, I think as soon as you come into these larger worlds imagine Luigi's Mansion set within I don't know Super Mario Cal- uh, Sunshine's world you know with a lot more open space I, I, I think it's a trickier prospect and if you look at what they're doing with the 3DS I think there's a natural fit for it to be on that platform rather than trying to kind of shoehorn uh, an Alan Wakey style running around in, in 3D kind Of scoopy yeah. land, um, I mean, it's just more of a natural fit having that, that aspect well, of the game, e-
3: even from a commercial point of view. The fact that the 3DS is selling, you know, by the well, container yes. shipload in Japan, hey, and, but what, what and about Europe. the Wii U? Maybe you know, you got that, that
2: extra pad on, on the floor, you could have pretended <laughs> to throw a trap and be really like yeah. Ghostbusters. Well, it
1: could be your Game Boy Horror, it could be yeah. your Game Boy Horror. Well, I was
0: just about to say, how awesome would it be if <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 2 used the uh, augmented reality? Feature of the uh, the, the 3ds 2 so effectively your your Game Boy horror would now be your 3ds, but you held it up to the real world, and you would have to say find something which matched the color of something in the game, something yeah. like that.
3: Yeah, anything, any, anything, be cool. anything like that is cool. Yeah, mm. I agree. Well, uh, when is the release date? Has been pushed back, isn't it? Think things to the summer now. Is that right? Yeah, uh,
0: TBA. Uh, oh. Q, quarter one so was
3: quarter two. March. I- I yeah. predict an e3 we, reveal.
2: We um we yeah actually scheduled this podcast a little while ago because there was rumours it was going to be out around now. So um, yeah, we game win,
0: stores yeah. were optimistically hosting dummy boxes uh, <laughs> when they when they still did that.
2: But um yeah, I mean but, they looks like they've pushed it back, which is probably it's no bad thing.
1: They've gone on record to say they've been sitting on this game for months though. Like I think what I said, yeah yeah we've got these games just just sitting on s- servers just waiting to go, and <laughs> why they haven't pushed it out yet it's, like I said well, it's, it's release, got to be twin sticks of please not a
3: new 3DS <laughs> <laughs> it could be that
0: um, but re- release release dates are, in, are important aren't they you know strategically yeah. and also Kid Icarus is getting fantastic reviews and, and in fact that brings me to something I was going to say because I have to say that I think over the last few years a lot of Nintendo first party stuff has been a bit disappointing a bit flaccid a bit septic a bit Antiseptic, I should say, a little bit bland and just didn't have all the magic and personality of of the best Nintendo releases. But I have a feeling like maybe they're just starting to get back on form. Looking at the way Kid Icarus is being revealed and how Super Mario Land, Super Mario Three D Land, went down, I'm I'm really hopeful that this game, rather than being a kind of soppy. Uh, please everyone sequel might be a genuinely good addition to the series that's the hope anyway
1: i kind of feel nintendo have to bring out all the stops for these next well for the 3ds and the wii u because i think the wii is a thing now that sits under most people's beds or cupboards uh, it's horrible to say but I, th- I know a lot of people who i borrow their in their pal wii because i've got power games to play and i've got a ntsc wii i borrow wii's Okay, more occasionally than I anticipated. I was like, "Can I borrow your Wii?" Yeah, sure. I was like, oh, <laughs> you're, not, you're not using it then? No. So how about the Wii U? You interested? Well, what, that? that's a new. No, I'm not interested at all. So I feel like they really need to bang out some amazing 10 out of 10 titles to get us, you know, us gamers to buy the machine and then demonstrate it to the the, the wider audience how good this how good this machine is. Mm. And um, yes, yeah, so I'm really hoping that Nintendo get out, get out some uh, cracking. Franchises again, but that's every generation with Nintendo. You're like, oh, please, another F Zero? No, okay. okay. <laughs> another
0: Pilot Wings, a proper one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I oh, guess God. that's a conversation for another show as well. Um, mm. I didn't realise the time, so uh, very quickly, let's go round and uh, say what we feel about should people go and find a copy of Luigi's Mansion and play it on their Wii if they don't have a GameCube anymore, which seems more likely. Should they dust off the Wii and uh, and play Luigi's Mansion on it? Who'd like to?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Uh, d- definitely, get your Portal Gust three thousand and dust off your Wii. Uh, it's, it's, it's it's a great game.
0: <laughs> you wrote that line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's on my little notepad right here. No, um, <laughs> it's, it's it's a great game, and if you've got children, like we said earlier, play it with your kids because it's everyone's gonna love it. It's 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 a Nintendo game. It's fun for all the family, and but while it is, um, like I said. Uh, like I said, it had it had a few glitches with me where maybe that was just my case of like you know gra- graphical areas and things like that. But overall, the game is uh, a joy, And even more of a joy now than it was on the launch when I was being all sour-faced about it not being a Mario game.
3: This <laughs> <you a> <laughs> I would mm. say, if you want evidence that great games don't age, then this is a prime example of it. So you know, there's I think anyone who would play this now would thoroughly enjoy it. I think if you didn't
2: give it a chance back in the original release, then you've missed out actually on uh, somewhat of a Nintendo Classic. If you did play it then it's actually really fun to go back now um and it's worth actually picking up a GameCube because there's no other but there's a proper way of doing a like GameCube a little pad tied to you, tied I'd move the seat forward that's how short the cable was on that pad <laughs> you can uh, still you can still it play with the GameCube lead.
0: controller on the Wii unless you've got one of those new Wii's yes but um you play it with a WaveBird wave bird, although you don't man. get vibration you don't get vibration then no, and vibration true. is actually quite a uh, quite a key part of the luigi's mansion experience i would suggest
2: yes um i think it, i think it, it holds up in many aspects today I, I don't think it's the classic nintendo game i think that it, it's it's fun um i i think it's interesting to to look at the history of it as well that you know all these different aspects that it's had in the past but um certainly i, I say give it a try and it, it must be cheap as think as well it must you must be able to pick up luigi's mansion because everybody brought it
1: You'd be surprised. I was searching on eBay and it still goes for 12... Uh, I say 12, <laughs> 15 quid if it's like... <laughs> oh, uh, right my no. But it was, it was a lot more than I was anticipating to pay. I was like, oh, it's a GameCube game, a launch one, that everyone bought it. It's still 14 quid on eBay. I was like, oh... I was yeah, like, you oh, really? don't
0: see a huge amount of copies around anymore. I mean, it is 10 years old. I think a lot of them have ended up in the hands of people who wouldn't sell them anymore. So perhaps mm. there is an element of rarity it's, to it. But having said that... It's nice i still that, got
2: my original copy I had when I brought it. So
0: that's, mm. that's nice
2: with the with the Woolworths receipt in as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woolworths. There's another blast from the past. Uh, yeah, I I also uh feel it's uh, it's probably an underrated gem. Uh I think there are plenty of first party Nintendo games that I would suggest that people played ahead of it, um, not least of which would be uh Mario Wo- Super Mario World and Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario sixty four and Super Mario Galaxy, uh but For some, if you really don't like collecting things and platforming games, this is a really interesting alternative. And Mm -hmm. this is certainly the kind of game that could be a real palate cleanser in terms of mood and gameplay if you're sick of first person shooters with army men in and stuff like that and you fancy something genuinely charming with a different atmosphere this is a very good thing to play
2: yeah it was funny um, I think most of the, at the time I think I was playing it around when the darkness 2 had come out and everybody was going about the darkness and I'm sitting there just hoovering people over uh, Luigi humming away to his little it's happy scarier. tune <laughs> I and bet that, you it's was, scarier it was funny and now I'm, now I'm playing the darkness 2 with it's blood and guts and gore I'm like, I really needed a break, just like, yeah, you know, it's chill-out zone. Uh, Nintendo does it so well, and yeah, this one holds up really well still.
0: Okay, let's go around our three-word reviews from Twitter. Uh, we'll take one at a time. Start with me, end with the guest, Gary. Uh, so, Plex Shaw, he goes straight down for the jugular with Better Than Sunshine.
3: Ooh. Okay, Frozen Treasure says, Startling Underrated Romp. Issue Boy, Mario Rescue Party.
1: Uh, read feed goes with a brother lost.
0: Foolish UK, little plan words here. Good game, sucks. Uh, Green82 said good, not great. Matt Welter, Wetter,
2: every time. Oh, wetter. Matt Wetter. The real Ghostbusters. And I kind of agree <laughs> with that. The Ghostbusters game haven't been as good as this. So, uh,
1: And Decay01 says Mario, Mario, Mario.
0: Mario? Mario! Ma- Mario! That's more like it. I love I thought, it. It's... I thought we could have relied on Darren for a, for the full-blown accent and everything. No,
1: I surprised you with a, a very boring rendition.
0: Leighton <laughs> <in> Buzzard version.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if Luigi was from Leighton
0: Buzzard, that would be a very different game. Uh, so, the round up. Tony. Check out Kane and Rinse, periodical, issue 1 for the iPad and the
2: PDF and it's still not up, up on iTunes because if you listen to last week's show, we're having some issues. We're getting it certified. I don't know where we are with that. Do we know yet? Have Jay told us?
0: Uh, no progress as, as far as I know. But uh, yeah, get it from com. Had a few people sort of saying, you know, uh, on, on the occasions where the, the podcast uh, either I've a stupid link in the forum or uh, it hasn't appeared on iTunes for whatever reason straight away but um, you can just get it from com. you don't have to don't have, it doesn't have to appear on iTunes or uh, via the thread on the forum com will be the first place where the podcast is available from at all times so check uh, it out yes forthcoming show topics will include The Darkness and The Darkness 2
2: next week um, then I think we're doing a big trip series aren't we complete yep uh, Metal Gear Solid, the yeah. uh, Prince of Persia, two thousand and eight, and Eternal Darkness. Sanity's Reign, Realm, Reign, Re- Re-
0: Requiem,
3: <laughs> Requiem, yeah, Requiem, Requiem. Yeah, good old Dennis Dyack you all enjoy that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's uh, been on my playlist since, uh, well, 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, our blog is at com. As I say, that's where you can find everything. Uh, Mass Effect review, Mass Effect 3 review from Joshua Garrity, uh, went up today. We got quick rinses from Darren and Josh and hopefully some from Darren Foreman soon as well. Mm-hmm. We are part of the Character Select Network. Uh, come and join in the discussion at CharacterSelect.net slash There's been some lively discussion this week about the demise of game. There's been discussion about Silent Hill compilation and potential uh frame rate issues with that and Cine Mora on XBLA which you should all go and check out. You can
2: follow us on Twitter
0: which is at Kane and Rince.
2: Email us at at gmail dot
0: com. Still getting very few emails, which, you know, we it's fine, but it's always there if you want it. Gmail dot com. <clears throat> you can like our Facebook page Facebook.com slash Rince, and of course, your iTunes subscriptions, reviews, and ratings are all very welcome. It just remains for me, Leon Cox, to thank Tony Atkins and Darren Garga, and special guest Gary Blower of Game Burst, and uh, I nearly said Ninja Fat Pigeons. Is that a thing still, Gary?
3: Yeah, yeah, we're still a community, yeah, we still chat and hang out and stuff.
0: And Big Red Potion and uh, uh, I won't be back next week Tony's hosting next week for The Darkness and The Darkness 2 Uh, I'll be back in a couple of weeks until then here's some music Mario